Welcome to the Church at Station Hill Summer Devotion Series, a seven-week look at the book of James. This week, we'll hear from Brian Coates, Discipleship and Administrative Pastor at the Church at Station Hill. Tuesday, June 26th, Wisdom During Trials, James 1, verses 5 through 8. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives it to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting. For the doubter is like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being double-minded and unstable in all his ways. When you are in the midst of a test or a trial in life, you'll naturally search for a cause. Surely there must be an action that caused the reaction in your life. Someone messed up. Something is wrong. You messed up. Fill in the blank. There has to be a reason. In our often futile attempts to find a genesis point in the story of our struggle, we neglect to go to the only source of true comfort and deliverance. Or as the old hymn puts it, Oh, what peace we often forfeit! Oh, what needless pain we bear! All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. In verse 5, James says that if any of us lack wisdom, we should ask God. In reality, we all lack full wisdom. Therefore, we all need to ask God for His supply. We lack the necessary wisdom in our times of trouble. Our society views wisdom as an almost ethereal, mystical topic. It seems like it's unattainable without some form of meditation or sage-like knowledge. But in contrast, as noted by R. Kent Hughes, biblical wisdom provides understanding for living. It's not knowledge or self-actualization. It's truth that anchors our soul. Hebrews 6.19 It is Christ himself. 1 Corinthians 1, 18. Therefore, we can go to God and ask Him for what we need. He will grant it generously because He loves His children. Matthew 7, verse 7. John Calvin summarized it well. Since we see that the Lord does not so require from us what is above our strength, but that He is ready to help us provided we ask, let us therefore learn whenever He commands anything to ask Him for power to perform it. There is, however, an obstacle to receiving wisdom that fuels our endurance in the midst of trial. It is doubt, which, unlike faithful endurance, produces double-mindedness. Further, unlike endurance that produces maturity and completeness, the doubter does not receive anything from the Lord. This begs the question, what is doubt and who is the doubter? We must recognize that we all have doubts and questions as it relates to our faith. In the weakness of our flesh, we will struggle to understand, and we will have questions. So realize you're not condemned if you have doubts. The doubter and the double-minded person described in James 6-8 through is characterized by division and who and what he or she places their faith in. The double-minded person, as Douglas Moo describes, has a basic division in the soul that leads to thinking, speaking, and acting that contradicts one's claim to belong to God. Remember the story of Asa in 2 Chronicles 16, 7-10 that we mentioned yesterday? That is a prime example of doubt leading to double-mindedness. Trusting in God for the majority of life and then turning to an earthly leader for deliverance in a moment of trouble. We do not need to doubt the sufficiency of the wisdom and sustaining power that God provides when we petition Him. In Christ, we have a hope that will not disappoint. Romans 5, 8 which will grant us what we need in the moments of trial and testing. So for we who are lacking wisdom, let us ask God confidently for it, 
knowing that he will provide. This is the Summer Devotion Series from The Church at Station Hill. Have questions or comments? Let us know by emailing us at info at stationhillchurch.com. You can also get these devotions in your inbox or online. Sign up on our website, stationhillchurch.com. And thanks for listening.